Amen, y'all. God is good. Amen. Uh, sometimes a little too good. That song, Great Are You, Lord, I swear, gets me every time. I was over there like this, and then I was like, I should cut that whole three paragraph out of my message and rewrite something. So then I'm like, so there's sloppy handwriting in here. Who knows if I'm going to get it right, but um, work with me because God is good. Um, so my name is Lauren, and I'm the program coordinator here, and I'm so excited that you guys are all here tonight, um, and then I get to be here with y'all. We are wrapping up our Immerse series tonight with Philippians 4, uh, but before I get into Philippians 4, I want to go back into what we have done a little bit, just to recap if you haven't been here. Um, so week one, Amanda talked about being bold for Christ, really living like we are citizens of heaven and showing others Christ's love, not only through um, our beliefs that we say that we have, but through our actions and our words when in communication with others. Uh, We were challenged to work together to glorify the kingdom of God, that when we go out into our schools and our workplaces and wherever, that we are um, showing that love for Christ. Uh, Week two, Philippians 2. Uh, Johnny talked about being like Christ, having an attitude of Christ, having that love of Christ, not only shown from us, but just taking over our lives. Uh, We dug a little bit deeper and decided if we complain more than we rejoice, and we were challenged to spend a little bit more time rejoicing for our lives than complaining. Uh, Week three, I talked about being ready and safeguarding your faith, and we went over some tools about how to equip yourself Um, to rely on Christ more than relying on yourself or putting all of that trust into someone else. Um, And then we looked at where we have been, kind of where we are, and where we think we want to go from there. And tonight is Philippians 4, and I want to talk to you guys about being thankful, um, about being thankful for the life that you have, because a lot of times we focus on the negative parts of our days. We spend more time complaining than we do rejoicing. And tonight, I just really want you guys to realize we have a roof over our heads and food's on our plate, and we should be thankful. Uh, Amen. Uh, But God is good. Not only um, about being thankful, but choosing joy, and that's going to be your first bullet point, uh, to choose joy in all circumstances, to choose joy when it might be easier to be anxious or be worried. Um, I challenge you tonight to choose joy. And then I want to talk to you about trusting in the truth that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, which is Philippians 4.13. But before we do that, I want to pray. So can you fill out your card and then let's pray. Dear holy and loving God, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for each individual in this room, God. I thank you for giving us the lives that you have, um, and I pray that tonight our eyes are open to the lives that are in front of us, God, whether we know how blessed we are or not, God. um, I pray that we just feel your love in this room and that you feel our thanks. In your name we pray, amen. Okay, so before we can talk about being thankful and before I can tell you guys to choose joy all the time, And before we can talk about Philippians 4.13, I want to ask you a question, which is, who am I? And who am I as in who are you? Um, Who are you individually? Because God created each of you perfectly for a specific reason. And if we don't take time to invest into what that reason is, we're wasting time. So we're going to do a little bit of an activity. So if you flip over your card, it says, I am dot, dot, dot. Um... In a second, Matt is going to play some music, and you're going to get, like, five minutes to write some I am statements. And then when you're done, you're just going to awkwardly look back up at me so I know you're done. Um, Now, I did this earlier, so I'll give you my ten I am statements that were kind of, I mean, you do your own, but this is just what I'm trying to pull from you guys, okay? So I said that I'm a marathoner, and this is no particular order. I'm a Christian. 
I'm a daughter, I'm a best friend, I'm a Chipotle lover, I'm a kinesiology major, I'm a girlfriend, I'm a Floridian, I'm a dog owner, and I'm a maid of honor. Um, So you guys are going to get five minutes, and like I said, awkwardly look up at me when you're done. Ready? Go. And search for one. Maybe you're athletes, your best friends, you can steal some of mine. with my time to you guys. Okay, um, it's fine if you don't have 10. Okay, but what I want you to do is, you're awful. I want you to take one and mark it out. And I'm not going to tell you which one to pick or how to pick it. You just need to mark one out, okay? Like if I marked one out right now, I would definitely mark out kinesiology major. Okay, did you mark one out? Yes. You should have one less than you originally started, which is now. Nine. Nine. Good job, y'all. 
Okay, mark another one out. Mark another one out. So you should have two left or eight. Some people didn't get ten. You guys need to spend some quality time with yourself. All right. Mark another one out. No, you don't need to know the order in which you're marking them out. I'm, it's okay. Just mark it out. I okay, so you should either have seven left or three less than you originally started with. If you didn't write ten in the beginning, you're making my life really miserable right now, just so you know. All right. And so you have seven or whatever. Okay. You're going to mark one more out. So you should have six left. Yes. Okay, mark a sixth one out. Ugh. You should have five left if you started with ten in the beginning. Or you should have five less than what you started with. Okay, mark another one out. If I had four left, I would have just marked out probably Chipotle. That's pretty close to the top. Stay tuned. All right, mark another one out. So you should have three left. Okay, raise your hand if your last three left have something to do with faith, family, or friends. Okay, mark another one out. <laughs> all right, and if you don't, all right, guys, if you don't only have one left, make it to where you only have one left. So mark out that last one. Okay, let's bring it back. Shh. Okay, um, so don't answer this with your mouths. If the answer is yes, raise your hand. Did it grow more difficult to cross things off towards the end? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Okay, hey. <laughs> it's not like you were cutting those things out of your lives, you guys. They're still all there, I promise you. Um, but that's how it felt. Um, so, and the last three you guys agreed were probably around family, friends, and faith. Um, so a lot of that says a lot about who you are and says what you are invested in and says where your priorities lie. Uh, that was my point of doing that. So now we can move on with what we should be thankful for. Uh, so originally tonight, I was not supposed to give this message, but when I found out that I was preaching about Philippians 4, I selfishly got really excited, um, because it contains my favorite Bible verse, which is Philippians 4, 8. Um, and that says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. 
It says, fix your thoughts. Fix what you do on what is true and what is honorable and what is right and what is pure and what is lovely and what is admirable. I think a lot of us could agree that we had 10 really peppy, go happy, lucky statements about ourselves on these paper. Um, But it's okay if some of them were, I'm weird or I'm broken or I'm sad. Um, Because you're not alone in that. And some of us might be, I don't know what the heck or where I am or what I am or what I'm doing here. Some of us have third eyeballs on our forehead, Matt Stanton. Um, But today, my challenge to you is if you have some of those moments that you are unsure of and that you aren't happy with and that you don't want to write down, um, I challenge you to choose joy in those situations. Uh, We're going to jump back a little bit to Philippians 4.4, where Paul says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Always is a big word, you guys. It's like a promise or something with heavy impact. He says, always be full of joy, no matter what situation you're in, whether you're failing your classes at school, whether you're going through a breakup, whether your parents are splitting, whatever it is, search out joy in those moments because that is where you find Christ. Philippians 4, 6 later says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And right here, this leads us to our second fill-in-the-blank, which is challenge yourself to pray more than you worry. I'll be the first to admit to you guys that I'm a worrier, a super worrier. Uh, I worry about myself. I worry about you guys. I worry about the friends that I see on your Instagrams that I don't know. I worry about today. I worry about yesterday. I worry about tomorrow. I am a worrier. Like, if if my mind formed into the body of a human, it would be like the skinniest thing ever because it's always running and always worrying and always working. Um, that's really weird, but that's what it would be. Uh, And when we worry and when we think that we can handle life more than God can handle it himself, because even though we think we can't handle life when we worry, we're telling God that like our life is out of his control. Uh, when we do that is pulling us away from Christ himself and who he truly intended for us to be. We're not called to dwell on these moments of worry, but we are called to dwell on the things that are true and that are honorable and that are right and that are pure and lovely and admirable. We are called to focus on these excellent and praiseworthy things, and we're called to share those with the world. Your third point on there says, focus on what is true in Christ. And I think this is the tweet right here. The truth is that if we pray more than we worry, we will experience a peace from God which far exceeds anything we can understand. As I grow older, I start to worry about more real things. I have three things that I tend to worry about a lot, which is money, work, and education. Uh, I worry that I won't have enough money. Sometimes I don't. Most of the time I don't. I worry that I won't have enough experience for jobs that I'm trying to do. And I worry that in school I won't have enough knowledge because I do not like not being the smartest person in the class. Um, I worry about these things. And when the truth is, living in every situation with Christ, uh, he's telling you that you can do all things with him who gives you strength, which is Philippians 4.13, which you guys should all know. And if you don't, you should memorize it because it's a fabulous verse. Uh, You can do anything and everything. Look back at your 10. There might be some things on there that you don't want to say you are. And you might have some things on there that one day you want to be able to say that you are, something that you're striving for. Paul says in Philippians 4.11 that today and every day, we need to be content with who we are and what we are and what we have. In six days, I will be boarding a plane to D.C., with two other lovely ladies in this room, to go to Rwanda, Africa. 
And I said this to someone last week that I don't think I've ever given a message without talking about running or Africa, and I've accomplished both in one message again. Um, But so up until like a week ago, I was really, really, really excited for this trip. Like I'm so excited to go back, so excited to, woo, world traveler, Mzungu in the mist. That's an African thing. Um, Until like a week ago, I really had no fear about returning to this beautiful country. Um, But as the time gets closer and closer, I become to get more anxious, and I start to become scared and worry a lot. Um, I'm scared of the guns that I'm going to see. That was the big thing that scared me last time. I am scared of the bugs that are going to be crawling on my skin and potentially in the bed that I sleep in. Um, I'm scared of the sicknesses that I will be susceptible to on this trip. I'm scared of being out of cell phone reach with my friends and my family, and I am anxious about a long plane ride. Um, I'm anxious about forgetting things. Last time took one pair of pants and you can only wear pants in Africa. Uh, I'm anxious about the food that we will have to eat. I'm worried that I'm going to fail all of my classes because of this trip. Uh, I am worried that I'm not going to be enough for these orphans. I'm worried that I'm only going to be there for 10 days and 10 days is not nearly enough time to show someone Christ's love. Um, And I'm worried that Africa is going to steal my heart, and I'm going to quickly realize that I need to be there for more than just days or months. Um, And I have all these anxieties and fears that are building up inside of me, but I've also poured so much prayer into this journey. This journey for me has been a long time coming. Like, I knew I was going to go on this trip three years ago, and I've been praying about it ever since then. And when we take that time and devotion to pray over things in our lives that cause us worry— We feel this peace from Christ that is something more than we can ever understand. Uh, And so tonight, I want to pray for you guys. I want to pray that whatever you are worried about or anxious about or afraid of or whatever is not on your 10 that you want to be on your 10 or whatever is on your 10 that you want to remove from your 10. Um, I want to pray for that. And I know the adults in this room want to pray for you for that. And I know some of the adults in this room need your prayers for just the same thing. Um, I want to pray that you find strength through Christ and you can do anything. And in just a second, you're going to go into your breakout groups. But before you do that, I want to pray. And I want to pray with um, a line that Paul used to end Philippians when he says, May the grace of Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Will you guys pray with me? Dear God, thank you for this night and thank you for these people in this room, God. Um, Just be with them. Be with their hearts and be with their minds as they... Um, go back into the world this week, back into schools and back into workplaces, God. Um, just pour your peace and love into their life, for this world is full of so many things to be worried about and scared about, God. Um, but just please calm our hearts and our minds and let us know that you are present and that with you we can do all things, God. Um, again, I thank you for everyone in this room, God, and just pray that you bless them each and every day. In your name we pray. Amen.